Greetings. How are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good. You come get the voodoo. Hey, Darren. And you are... Light be with you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Sunday, February 21st, 2021, and this is episode 696 entitled BlizzCon Online and what we learned from it. I'm Aprilian, your host, and with me are my two awesome co hosts. How are you today, Constructs? Uh. I'm feeling the weight of the world on my shoulders. Uh, it seems like IRL decided to take my trash all week. So it's like being in the, in the arena with Mike Tyson and uh, having both hands tied behind your back. <laughs> so that means you're going to get one of your ears bit. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just going to get mauled. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. How about you, Grand Nagus? How are you? It is what it is. Yeah. It's like it's like being in the ring with Mike Tyson, having your 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 hands tied behind your back and trying to protect your ears at the same, same time. time. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's rough. No, yeah, I'm. I have mixed feelings about this last week. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So. Well. Yeah, I I feel like my. My feelings have been in the blender, and someone put the 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 button on on like overdrive puree, yeah, Yeah. something like that. Yeah. Well, I am sorry to hear that. I am. uh, That's, That's what what people normally call life. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It is. 100%. Hopefully it'll get better. I feel kind of bad because I had a really, really, really good week. We had lots of snow. Oh, and yeah. And I have these icebreakers because I walk to work and I walk home. And my biggest, biggest fear always is that I'm going to um, fall and, uh, slip and fall. Slip yeah. and fall, yeah. yes, yes. And I did not. I, I had no problems at all. Cool. And, um, and there wasn't any wind. As long as there's no wind, I'm okay. My, right. my, one of my biggest problems, my biggest thing is that um, I have to cross streets. Yep. And sometimes it's not in the right spot because the snow, one thing they do is they do shovel, they do shovel the snow on, on the sidewalk but then they right. they the snow plow and the snow shovelers leave this ridge between the sidewalk and the street, so you have to yeah. climb over it. But anyways, I made it. I'm fine. If you're wondering why my attention's not fully on new chat room, I am also in Shadowfang Keep, and and I'm not used to the having to work 
this, but I, it's it's going. Um, That's the third one you have to chase away. The other the other two you got to stay in place. Right. The right. first two guys stay in place, but the the third one he runs all over. Right. Like a rabid dog. Yeah. But um, uh, things are looking up. My my mom got her second COVID shot, so. I'm very, very happy about that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah my, my dad gets his second one in a couple of weeks, so he got yeah. his he got his first a week yeah. and a half ago. No, Saturday. Yeah. Saturday last week, so a week ago yesterday. So yeah. My spouse was promised hers in March, so it's coming. Okay. Yeah. And and the best part was um there wasn't any you know harsh side effects. She felt a little mm-hmm. funny and yeah. my sister went over and spent the night with her just to make sure and yeah. and then she was okay. Um you know, I'm waiting because um even though I'm a frontline employee, my uh I have to wait for a phase two, which is still in phase one. And somebody I won't even address how I know them was yeah. trying to give me tips on how to cheat. <laughs> Go in, tell them you um, you have pre-existing conditions, whatever. But I would not feel comfortable jumping the line. Plus, it seemed mm-hmm. to me that it would be karma. Like, I'd say, oh, I've got this. <laughs> the next thing you yeah. know, bam. Oh, I, I do have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing my mask and stuff and doing washing my hands and staying away from people and stuff. So Yeah, yeah. Anyways, life is good for me, and I, I'm, I'm sending you all positive energy, and everybody else out there, anybody that listens to us in Texas, oh, I feel you. Um, yeah, it's horrible not to have water. And not like to be able to handle it. I mean, one thing um, we have, we, we are fortunate, you and me, Constructs, is we yeah. know what to do with snow. You know, we know how to handle snow. You know, we're yeah. used to it. But they weren't. It was it was very ironic because the other day it got up to 36. And I went, yay, it's 36. And they were going, it's 36 degrees. <laughs> so, you know, oh one gosh. one per- one woman's 36 is another one's, one woman's happy 36 is another one's, you know, disheartened. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So, uh well, let's get started. Oh, so uh, should we start with BlizzCon or should we start with um, what's going no, on this week? let's start with the overarching What's going stuff. on? Okay. So yeah, um, still Love is in the Air is still going on, and uh, yep. which was kind of weird because Luna Festival came and went in the middle of Love is in the Air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, well, and, yeah. And so uh, you have uh, one more day to try for your tomorrow to try for your love rocket. <laughs> well, you technically, have Tuesday some some limited time on Tuesday, on Tuesday. as well. Okay, all right. I think depending well, on no no no. Not, it ends at no. ten a.m. tomorrow morning. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah I'm going to put this out tonight. So if you're that, listening yeah. to this on Monday, you yeah. can still. Uh, do your lovers in the air? <laughs> you're right. I mean, technically, if you're in Australia, mm. I'm not sure if if think, you're that much in the future that it's technically Tuesday for you. Right, right. right. But 
Yeah. Yeah. What else is going on? Uh, what else do we have? Uh, we uh, we have the time walking and uh, PvP brawl cooking impossible ending. <laughs> and then we have the arena skirmishes starting on Tuesday. And on Tuesday we have the micro holiday hatching of the hippogriffs. Uh, hippogriffs yeah. yeah, the micro holiday that is in Ferrales, where you can have where you can do a couple of quests and then get our a little hippogriff hatchling to follow you around that like, like it's on your shoulder for a certain duration, a certain time. So yeah, that's learn a little more about about the hippogriffs and protect them from the evil, evil uh what are they called? Yetis? Yeah. Yeah, Yetis. Yeah, so if you want to in, ensure their survival, go down to Ferales and uh, protect them, the little hatchlings. And that's an all-day Tuesday event. So basically starts on Tuesday at uh, one minute past midnight and ends on, uh, on Tuesday at... Uh, one minute before before midnight, so it's like all day as as per usual for the for the one day for the single day micro holiday events. Right, right. Um, other than that, there isn't much going on, mm. and then we have the big elephant in the room. Yes. Uh, that came and went. Mm. Uh, this con line. Um, I like the wordplay, and this has has always been been great in 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 wordplay, and in that. So, doesn't surprise me that someone there came up with with that name. So. Yeah, that's. It, it was strange to see the stages, and at the same time, the, there wasn't the room there. there it, like there was all the actors, the the play was on, but the um, the audience wasn't right. in the room. The audience yeah. wasn't in the room. Yep. Yeah, that was kind of correct. That was like uh, a little off putting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like something. You had to get used yeah. to it for a bit. Uh, right. Something missing. There was like the the flair of it all. Yeah, yeah. But they, but it was nice that they tried. Considering. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But it was more informational. It, yeah, it was more like an info dump. Mm-hmm. Someone said than an actual event. Mm. It was more like a. It sounds harsh, but like a, 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 a commercial, uh, no, yeah, yeah, promotional drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I More wanted like, to use a different word starting with P, but yeah, right. okay, that's that, <laughs> that one's as good as 
like as something the other on, one. on PBS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, stuff that we talked about last week uh, got confirmed and affirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, 9.0.5 will be at the confirmation. Um, will be launched in March mm. and the affirmation was I think that's how you can phrase it is that the wandering ancient will come out soon as in when 9.0.5 hits so right. as soon as 9.0.5 when that goes live and you log in to your with, with your first character on retail, you will automatically get the wandering ancient mount. Oh, nice! So they had a little uh, a little uh, development. I think it was like. 5, 10, 15, something like that, minute long video of the how they came up with it, how they uh, went about uh, making it. It, w- it was really nice to see how, how much work goes into making a mount and what what type of of work like with the person that does the voiceover because it's uh it's gotta it's, have a sound uh, yeah yeah it's gotta have a sound and since it's a uh, it, it it isn't a humanoid right it's it's an elemental but still it it's a uh, uh, bipedal species in this case right. So they, they, and, and we know that the, the ancients that they speak to us in, in several quests. Right. So they have the capability of speaking. So they um, showed the, some, of, some clips of how the, the voiceover actor uh, went about making the, the uh, the audio for the for the wandering ancient and I really and I'm I'm as you know I'm a sucker for voice voiceover and it's it's <laughs> just so so awesome to see what what goes into the prep right finding out what sources can produce. And this goes beyond the the wandering ancient, and it goes into the sounds of of the Shadowlands. I think the panel was called, mm. and and into the other uh, sound panels. What when you see what they do mm. to produce the sounds, and then. 
are being used for the various uh, parts of the game or games multiple it's just insane to have to to think the way that these people do how can we produce a sound like that what will it take in real life right to produce the sound that we can then use for a fictional sound source i mean if you if you have a a chain and you play with the chain that's that's easily reproduced you just take a chain in real life move that around a little hold a mic to it and that's a chain right right but to create our own language yeah but if you have a non-existent um environment non-existent natural environment in a fictional setting and you want to produce say wind in conditions that don't actually that, exist that, in the real yeah, world yeah they don't right. actually <laughs> exist yeah exactly how would that sound and how would you reproduce it it's 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 just so so cool for the people to to try to think the way that these people that are responsible for the sounds how they how they do that i just i just love it and if you haven't watched these panels yet and you were interested in it you should definitely go and and watch it sadly in my opinion most of the segments most of the panels were shorter than they are in the physical blizzcon for whatever reason maybe because they can like cut the in-betweens right. you don't have to um quote unquote sit through the people coming on the stage and walking off the stage that's yeah, yeah, like yeah. two, two they, three they, four they minutes they didn't, they didn't account for, they didn't have to account for movement uh, Exa- in different e- rooms exactly so so and then they can like because everything was pre-recorded there was nothing live there which i totally understand which is right. totally fine right and it makes um, sense yeah it's not a complaint at all but you can cut stuff like applause <laughs> there is like 10 15 20 seconds of applause at various points in a in a uh, um in the panel you don't need that you can cut that out so the that adds up into minutes, five, ten minutes right. in total. So that's why subjectively the segments feel shorter or are, are numerically shorter. It's just that you have to 
to know why that is, to understand it. Mm. And people say, oh yeah, you have like 15 or, or 25 minutes of, of, uh, of, of segments, uh, of panels, But on the other hand, again, if you if you take out the walking on stage, walking off stage, the applause, the whatever else, then you add the 10 minutes and you're up to 45 minutes. Mm. And that's a normal thing, right. normal, normal length. If you then count the what 10 minutes of QA at the end. So, so there are these things. It's just you always want more, and that's I think that's what I. The essence of it all is you can never get enough of stuff. You always want more. You want more information. You want more because there is. You watch it because you're interested in it. Right. And if it's information about stuff you don't know yet and you want to know, you can never, there's never enough time in the day even. Mm. You could sit there for hours on end and watch them talk about that stuff. That said, we didn't get much new information other than the information that was dumped a day earlier mm. than it was intend, uh, intended because someone had a mishap, but we're not going to go into that. And I feel so sorry for that I know, person. I feel bad for I, that person. It, yeah. it must be like so, so disheartening to, to, to have that happen for you where you just have a, Apparently, it was just a, a numerical error where they changed, where they, uh, uh, where they uh, swapped two numbers in in a date in a release date. Mm. Apparently, right. right. It was. It was. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, what can we expect to see for the people that haven't? followed everything and I haven't gone through everything yet because there are it was a lot it was it was a lot mm -hmm. not necessarily a lot at the BlizzCon line but there are accompanying interviews that I haven't watched and read or read all of them yet so if I remember correctly I saw um, I saw a panel with uh, Jeremy Fiesel where mm. he talked about flying and different things. Mm. So yeah. that was quite good. And, uh, yeah, yeah, no, but I'm talking about the 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 uh, the interviews outside of of the event that we that we didn't uh, that weren't part of it that were were released after the show was over. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was, let me just quickly see if I can find it. There were Eurogamer had an interview, Blizzard Watch had an interview, oh, Polygon nice. had an interview, P 
PC Gamer had an interview. So So Breezy had an interview. Um, Mr. GM had an interview. Starting Zone had an interview. Um, wow had had an interview if I'm remembering correctly. So there were like six, seven interviews that they had recorded uh, in the days prior to to the event and then dumped after it was over. Mm. And all the content there is... uh, I, I haven't... Even I haven't haven't gone through all of it, but <laughs> what I've what I've found so far, uh, in a nutshell, is is basically that uh, the PTR for nine point one will release shortly after nine point zero point five goes live, so we don't have to wait that long. I think it was Taliesin that said in his latest show that his worst case scenario would be like September-ish for mm. 9.1. That would be like one year right. of 9.0. That would be like insanely long, mm. which isn't going to happen. If you think about it, that once 9.0.5 releases, which is sometime in in March, as I said earlier, if it's the latter part of March, I would expect that we might see the PTR for 9.1 sometime in early April. Okay. And then have three three months, two and a half to three months of PTR. That would bring us to July. So mm. June, July is what I what I expect for us to see. Maybe very early August at the latest, at the very latest. That's still a month only a month away from, from Tally's September, but still and that but that's still quite a long haul to have a point oh patch. So, and that's definitely why they had to insert the 9.0.5 patch because um, as I started talking about earlier, we haven't seen anything or hardly anything. I think we saw two or three concept art pieces in the in the media package dump that they released a day earlier. And if they if they're only at the concept art stage now with most of it that they have to show us that's quite quite some work they still have to do. So, yeah. They, me- they mentioned how they have to learn for it to work from home. 
And this is <laughs> oh, most, right. most of the Blizzard team is not like that. They, they like coming to work and just going yeah. three doors down to inquire yeah. questions. Now they have to do Zoom meetings. I, I completely, we completely understand. I don't think there is anyone that doesn't understand the re the reasons why. It's just that mm. it's the the game the game consumption rate, yeah. the content consumption rate of a modern game regardless of what IP is behind it, yeah. is so high that it's, it's detrimental to, to, the, to the IP itself, to the game itself, and people will, will go and unsub from the game for a couple of months at least, and that means that, uh, and, and I would say, thank God for Blizzard that they've uh, started with that six-month lure with the mount. Yeah, yeah. Because had they not done that, quite a few more people, my prediction would go and unsub from WoW when they've reached and consumed all the content that they can. Um, so I think that, uh, that that is quite... It's a, it's a predicament I don't want to be in as a developer. Yeah, right, yeah. right. On the one hand, you want to deliver a awesome product, which which you can, um, which is fair to expect as a player, as a consumer. But on the other hand, no one tells you when that content is supposed to be delivered, yet you want continuous updates as a consumer. Once you run out of food, your fridge is empty. <laughs> right. You want, you want a, a grocery store or a, a butcher that can like restock your fridge. Uh -huh. So you don't go hungry or, or die of starvation or whatnot. That's that's just the nature of things. Yeah. So there are there is that that uh, give and take the 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 push and pull between the the consumer that is the gamer and the developer that provides the content. Okay, so 9.1. whatever uh, comes out shortly after the 9.0.5 uh, hits live, which includes a new raid, the Sanctum of Domination, the 10-boss raid. Right. 
uh, and my most dreaded uh, thing to happen ever. Okay. Uh, because apparently we're going to go up against my queen. Oh. So, yes, I thought of you as soon as they announced that. Oh, so that's, that's uh, yeah, that's something that I'm not happy about. And, uh, yeah, how that fight is going to end will determine my future with WoW Retail. Oh. So, oh, so if it doesn't go your way, yes, you will yeah. be basically, basically yes. It'd be the same uh, thing if uh, my robe all of a sudden they deleted the class. I, I just throw in the towel. Yeah, no, it's, it's as as much as I love the game, I play to be a rogue. I understand oh, that completely. I, I I will not play a game a wow version where Sylvanas is dead yeah. in current content. I will not. I refuse to do that. Mm. So I'm not saying I'm going to quit WoW because there, thankfully there are classic and... Uh, uh, right, she will always, she will be alive for a while in classic. <laughs> Oh, she will always be alive in classic. I mean, the 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 uh, the knife night elf bouncy thingy, yeah. something there. That's a totally different uh, something. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's something where I I just can't bring myself to to do that mm. and uh, yeah so that's I mean it I don't want to say it looks like it but and I don't want to say that the chances are X or Y right, right. for her surviving or dying mm. I don't know quite frankly we have indications that lean have the pendulum lean one way and then yeah. the other way as well. So we'll just have to have to wait and see. What they have said is that the outcome of the fight will change the Shadowlands permanently and very significantly. Yeah. So she's uh, cheated death before, but this time, like it's the stakes are higher. I don't want to call it cheat death. I want to be, because she died. Yeah, all the all the three times that she yeah. that she died, she did die. Right. Yeah. She was just brought back in in uh, to a form of undeath. Uh, because she isn't, she, she she's never been alive after after uh, Arthas killed her, right? But 
Yeah, so so um, death has its claws in her. It's just that uh, what she is, if you go and watch the Warbringer Sylvanas video, you will see that on the field outside of Silvermoon, when she shushes away the, the mother with her child. Yeah. And then Arthas comes up and stabs her. And then you see the, the, the cloud. And then you see the, the uh, red-eyed face coming out of the cloud. That's not the entirety of Sylvanas. That's as far as I'm concerned, and this is not a wishful thinking concern, this is right, a... This is from empirical a, knowledge. No, it's not, not, not that either. It's, it, it's what I gather from other similar events. Right, that's knowledge. That you know from no 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 it's not because we don't know if it's if it's that exactly but it's like again similar okay. if you watch the if you watch the Uther uh, cinematic you see that when he gets stabbed you can see his his uh, soul rising up. And then splitting apart into a right. silvery and a golden uh, part. Right. And then the one part of the soul gets sucked into Frostmourne and the other goes off to the Shadowlands. Okay. Something, in my opinion, something similar happened to Sylvanas where the aspect that uh, her soul got split as well, but Frostmourne didn't consume or, or uh, the... Uh, let's put it the other way. We don't know that Frostmourne didn't consume her, her uh, kind part, her positive part, but the the uh, the evil part that you've seen come out of the of the uh, cloud of the uh, black brown cloud mm. that was pure evil. That's why she is what she is because it's just it's raw emotion. It's one emotion, and that aspect is what Arthas needed her to be and that's why that's how it is so that aspect that evil part of her soul got shoved into the banshees or did was made into a banshee right so so that's why i've always said she is evil the the soul the, the part of her soul that is in her body is evil. And there's no, no debating that. Right. But 
But it's not her fault. She's like Jessica Rabbit. Oh, it's not she her was, fault. No, she was just made that way. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's the same thing. That's that's the exact same thing that happened if you watched the the video uh the the cinematic with Arthur's. Um at the end he asked his father, is it over? So his torture is over, and then you see the the other um the other cinematic of the the Bastion cinematic where you see where where Uther and uh can't remember what 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 the the, the Kyrian is called, what her name is. Yeah. They go and, and and pick his soul up and take take it to the mall. Mm. That's that's the evil part of of um, of Arthur's as well. It's most likely not 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 guaranteed, not but most likely a similar split, and the same thing with with Anduin. But Anduin this time it's the the cinematic that we saw uh, on Saturday. No, no, on Friday, with 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 Anduin. This is the first time that the jailer, which controlled Arthur's, which stabbed Sylvanas, which controlled and and uh, dealt with Arthur's and Uther. All these souls, the three, have been split into, uh, and, and the evil parts have been extracted. Right. But Anduin now is the first time where that didn't happen, where he had to enforce control, mind control, whatever you want to call it. Right. Domination over a intact soul with the good and the bad in it. Right, which is a little bit harder. Which is a little bit harder, but it's a totally different aspect because Anduin is, as a, as a human being, needs to be a potential king sometime again. So they just can't rip out the, the 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 kind part of his soul and store it somewhere. Right. So with same thing with 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 Varian. Um, Onyxia split his soul into Logash, the evil, the gladiator, and Varian the. Uh, the diplomat, weak, if you will. No, no, the weak. Uh, I don't want to say childlike, but like, like, much like in 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 um, the best analogy would be the uh, Star Trek episode where they split Kirk into two, where you had the 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 evil Kirk and the good Kirk. 
Oh, one of the last okay. episodes. Right. Well, it was he was possessed by another woman, by a woman. S- oh, no. Still. Yeah, but it was still. But yeah, they were they were duplicate. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They he would, was split. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it it's a, basically the same thing that happened to to Varian, where Onyxia took uh, the soul and split it up into a good and an evil, a weak and a strong mind. And Anduin needs to be whole, needs to stay whole for the continuation of the story. So they just can't can't use him in the way that they used his father or uh, Arthur's uh, Uther or or Sylvanas. So they're in a predicament in the way as much as they want to to display him as evil under the control of the trailer. They just can't do that. So, yeah. (sighs) Okay. So, (laughs) yeah, that's that's the thing where I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to how they are going to 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 deal with Sylvanas to bring it back to to my predicament with Sylvanas. Um, how they're going to to do it? Are they maybe even going to find her good soul right somewhere along with others, like along with with. Uh, with uh, Uther's soul, with uh, uh, King Terranus's soul, with so many other souls that have been sucked into into Frostmourne. We don't know what happened in there. We know that Uther was able to come out and talk to us in the dungeon, in the halls of reflection. He talked to us, so he wasn't gone. And he had a somewhat sane mind. He was not insane. He could articulate himself quite well and warn us that we had to go and watch out because, uh, yeah, Arthur would do this, that, and the other. So it's not necessary. And the same with, with Terranus, with Arthur's father, after he died uh, or... After he got, after we defeated him, before he died, Terranus came out and say, uh, and, and basically said, uh, there must always be a Lich King talk, talking to to uh, Tyrion Fordwin, right, and and talking to us too. And he he, he wasn't insane at all. Mm-hmm. So the souls, from what we see there, from what we gathered there with the communication we had with these two aren't necessarily going insane or didn't go insane inside the the sword. The question is, where did all these souls go? Because if you look at the cinematic of the defeat of Arthas, you see that these souls are all swirling around and then going up somewhere going away somewhere, except Terranus. He just stays behind, talks to us, and then he leaves. So where did they go? And up in 
you know what's above the frozen throne. Above the frozen throne is the Shadowlands. Oh, is right. Is Torgast. Right. So that would, would make sense that they go up into the Shadowlands. That would make perfect sense. So are they there, some of them? We don't know. But that would be an out, quote-unquote, for quite a few of the people that Arthas had killed and then sucked the souls out of. Because far from all of the people that he sucked the souls out of mm-hmm. got converted the way that Uther, Sylvanas, and himself got dealt with by Frostmourne. But again, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm having way too much fun, but this is not, <laughs> this is not control or law. So, right. but yeah, it's still... But it's still interesting and the whole thing, yeah. you know, and I understand how you feel about Lady Silvana, so I don't know. I'm hoping. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something that, uh, that you can uh, look at in so many different ways. Okay, back to the chain of chains of domination. <laughs> Wait, <coughs> sorry, chains of domination, because that's what the patch is actually called. We didn't mention—I didn't mention that yet. Mm. Um, the new raid, sanctum of domination, and then we have a new mythic only for now mega dungeon. So the new version of. Karazhan was the first mecha dungeon, and we had yeah. Mechagon on the yeah. island of the of the same name. Yeah. And now the third one is, um, what is it called? I don't I don't know. It's like one of the broker. It's, it's the broker dungeon. Yeah, it's a it it's a dungeon. It has we, it has its own auction house. <laughs> no, a that's dungeon? crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. That is absolutely it, it has, crazy. Yeah, it has quite a few interesting uh, attributes. Little uh, Tazavesh, mm. the veiled market is what it's called. Mm. So, question is: is it is it cartel? because a little insight for people that don't know. If you go to, if you meet any of the brokers, regardless of where they are, they have, their letter consists of two letters, then an apostrophe, and then the rest of the name. Mm. The two letters at the beginning of the name, in front of the apostrophe, indicates what cartel they are from. So, it's specific, the name is built in that specific way. But there is no apostrophe in Tazavesh, so we don't know. But again, it's just for, for people that, that wonder what that apostrophe means and they didn't know yet, uh, that's, that's how 
how that works with the with the cocktails with the broke cocktails you can determine that what what cocktail they are part of it's with venari mm. she's part of cartel v because it's venari so so again it's an eight boss dungeon like all the mega dungeons it will be eventually split into two for now it's a mythic only mythic zero dungeon mm-hmm. uh and when most likely in 9.2 when it's going to be split up it's going to be converted into a mythic and mythic plus keystone dungeon and it's going to have its heroic uh little brother or sister whatever sibling <laughs> uh, split in two again much like the or identical to the uh, mythic plus version with four bosses each uh, and we are going to have a a uh what do they call it um a a uh we're going to chase we're going on a how do they phrase it um um yeah no they, they don't they don't say it here in the in the list but it's more like a uh there's like a, we have to gather or prevent the brokers from stealing artifacts from Azeroth. So we are going to go to uh, three different places on Azeroth trying to prevent the respective boss from stealing stuff from Azeroth. Whether that's going to be... And this would be really interesting. They didn't mention it if this is the case or not. I'm just inserting my wish even for that. Right. Where, if you remember back to End Time, the Cataclysm Dungeon. Yeah, yeah. We have four Dragon Shrines. But we only get two plus the bronze one per run. So what if there is a collection of, say, nine different possible fights of which which we get three on a random basis per dungeon run for the last three bosses? That would be interesting, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. That's like something where I could see that would give the entire way of running and it would give, give bring diversity into the into the uh, into the experience it, it would wouldn't make the the run so monotonous at least not the one of the two wings because the first wing is in the bazaar and the second wing has the first fight in the bazaar and then the uh, fights 
two through four are are then the ones where you chase the the bosses across Azeroth. That would be really interesting to see if they could do that. Right. Or if they're willing to do that, uh, conceptualize uh, a, a potential, what, nine boss, uh, <laughs> uh, potential uh, random thing because they did this kind of the same thing where they reused the uh, invasions we had on Argus uh, that you had to do for Illidan to get the, to do the weekly quests. Right. You, you had the, the three uh, minor ones, and you then you had the big the the, the big major. Uh, invasion or whatever it's called um, and they reused those art assets and areas for different for other purposes so and since we already have most of the art assets in Azeroth in my opinion it's quote unquote only minor tweaks, minor additions, and the boss fight that needs to be developed. Most of the art assets, if it's really on Azeroth, is there already, right. if you want it to be. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, we will also have a new zone in 9.1 but not a normal zone mm -hmm. we will have if you remember the the last bits and pieces of the cinematic we saw the the, the one with Anduin you saw that there was uh, were two chains that were going up to a island in the sky so to speak right that that um that the jailer was looking up at when he said uh, something to that effect of uh, the death should never be chained or something like right, that. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that landmass that is chained there is going to be the new zone that we are going to explore. It's called Corsia, City of Secrets. And... That is apparently where the two art assets I mentioned earlier, the concept art, comes in. Uh, to me, they look Suramar-esque. Something like Venice, Venice. -y. If you were to ask me what city in the real world Suruma reminds you of. For me, that's Venice with the, right, bridges, with the bridges, the low bridges. The, the water, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. And similar, if you look at the artwork there, you can see there's a bridge, uh, the houses, the, the water, uh, well, what are they called? The, the waterways there. Uh, 
looks that way, looks quite similar to, to, to Suruma. Um, so, and since it's a city, it's, it's, it's literally called Corsia City of Secrets. So, right. yeah. Um, I'm really interested in seeing what that, what that uh, brings with it. And since Suramar is one of my favorite, if not the favorite zone in all of Legion, I'm totally down for that. Absolutely. If we get a, a similar experience there. Right. And, uh, and apparently the jailer is very interested in something that is, I don't want to say hidden in, in Corthia, on Corthia, whatever, but he, apparently he's looking for something there. Right. So it's only hidden for you if you don't know where to look. Right. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, I'm, that I really look forward to. And if you're in the mall, because Corthia is going to be a new part of the mall. And we all feel kind of similar when it comes to the mall. The mall has never been a favorite zone for anyone, I would assume. Right. That's about to change in a way where the eye of the jailer, that indicator, uh, is going to go poof, go away, in a way, and uh, all the detrimental effects that it has on our gameplay and our uh, duration of of uh, how long we can stay there, that all goes away. No more limits on how long you can stay in the mall. Uh, we are going to learn more about the eye of the trailer, which is that indicator. Right. Uh, we are apparently going to fight the eye of the trailer in a way. In the raid, apparently, if I'm if I don't misremember, which is totally possible. And uh, someone said that if you remember back to Stormheim. You know the guy with the big flamey beard, Odin. Right, right. He only has one eye. And that's for a good reason. Because the set, his second eye is somewhere in the Shadowlands. Interesting. So, eye of the jailer. And Odin only having one eye, his eye being somewhere in the Shadowlands, mm. that's a similarity I quite frankly refuse to believe is not coincidental. Mm. And they said, quite frankly, they said as much that uh, Steve Denuser said that... Uh, 
if people of something to the effect of if people are fans of if there are people of that are fans of Odin and want to know more about why his eye is missing and something like that, you're going to get some answers. Right. So so oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um that's going to be be really interesting. And uh yeah, flying. We are going to get flying in 9.1 yeah. as we were promised quite a while back. The only question was how are we going to get it? And what they've said now is they basically told us that as long as you finish your Covenant Quest campaign. Oh. Yeah. It's part of the campaign. It's part of the campaign. I would assume, and they didn't specifically say, they said if you finish the the Covenant campaign, they didn't say, oh, you finished the first leg of it. Mm. and But they didn't say you have to finish the 9.1 edition of it, which I assume is what they meant to say. But they didn't specifically phrase it that way. I'm under the impression that they meant to say, once you completed the second part of the Covenant campaign that we will give you access to in 9.1 and you finished it all, then you will be able to fly. That's my take on what they meant to say. <laughs> um, we will be able to fly in the four Covenant zones. We will not be able to fly in the mall, which means we will not be able to fly in Corsia either because that's part of the mall. Mm. We right. will not... And they didn't say as much but I will, I I would assume we will not be able to fly in Auribos either, because that's not part of the four covenant zones. Mm. It's not a covenant zone. So, Bastion, Maldraxxus, Revendreth, and uh, Ardenweald are the four areas where you can fly. Can you fly from one to the other? You cannot. Because they are separated quite quite uh, heavily, quite like... can't remember who said it, but they said something to the effect of if you were given the ability, right. you would literally have to fly... 30 minutes, an hour, something like that, to get from one to the other. That's how long it is. That's why you have that special in-between flight speed boost. Yeah. Because it's, it's still uh, the, the, the distance between Ouroboros and the respective uh, zones is just that long. So, yeah. 
applying after completing the Covenant campaign and you can fly in the four Covenant zones. You will get as a reward for unlocking flying, you will get a Covenant specific uh, flying mount. There's everything from a bug to a flying fox. Necrolord have a bug. Uh, yeah. um, what call it? The vet, the ventier. I forget what they have, but the um, the flying fox is the night fae. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there are there are four. Again, four covenants so far, and there are four different uh, special mounts that are only obtainable through that method, at least mm-hmm. so far. There are different color variations, and we don't know. Someone made the point. Yesterday, can't remember what where I've seen this. Just remember them talking about it. There are different color variations for each of them, so it technically could mean that there is a similar mechanic of of obtaining them as there were in the Legion with the class mounts, mm-hmm. right? There is a possibility that, like, for instance, the priests and the mages have different color palettes depending upon what spec they are in. Right. Paladins have different mounts altogether, the same as warlocks and hunters and... Warriors, I think. Uh, DKs have one mount, period. Full stop. <laughs> uh, Alex Straza wouldn't have been... She's she's mad at you still for, for going after one of her children. Right. Imagine if you were going after three of her children, she would be like... Yeah she would like tear you apart when when you came to her next and you have to go to her as a as a dk as well in one of the mm. if you play a night fay dk you have to go to her in the uh, or the whole ca- no in the in the uh, covenant campaign right mm. uh, so and she lets you know in no uncertain terms that she didn't approve of your actions. So yeah, that was and now imagine you you uh, dealt with two more of her children in similar ways. I don't think you would have survived, quite frankly. Hmm. And uh, I I can't I can't blame her. Not at all. 
So, yeah, so much for flying. Covenant armor sets. We are going to see new Covenant armor sets. They are yeah. solely cosmetic. Yeah, yeah. Much like the previous cosmetic set that you can obtain. They didn't say if you have to obtain them the same way. What I mean by that is piece by piece or if you can obtain them as a set, as a complete set. It's, they said it was akin to um, heritage armor. It didn't matter if it was leather, mail, or plate. It, was, that's, it would all, that's always a, have the, diff- the same appearance. That's a different aspect. Um, yeah. But yes, you're correct. Um, it's the same with the... I mean, the, the, the Fate Dragon set, the... The other set, uh, uh, what's the other one called? Um, there was another set that we had. Um, the PvP armors? No, 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 no. Heritage armor is the one, then you have the, the other set that you could get. Um, I'm looking through the yeah the the Vindigo the, the Vindigo Woolies. That's oh, yeah. a cosmetic set as well, and right. is a set as well that you obtained as a set and not as individual pieces. Right. So again, I wonder if we are going to to get to buy the set as a set and not as individual pieces. Um, but what you said, contracts, is correct that uh, um, like cloth, it, nail, it, 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 it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter what, what armor type your character is since it is cosmetic. And right. by definition, a cosmetic piece is automatically a piece that can be uh, transmogged to any uh, piece of, of gear regardless of its armor type. Yeah. So, so that is uh, a nice thing. Yeah. Um, it gives you the chance to um, to mix and match. Um, for me especially, I was very disappointed when the initial Necrolord um, armor set that you got for, uh, by doing the, um, the initial campaign didn't have a robe, it just has pants. If you are uh, for 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 the uh, for the uh, cloth uh, wearers, in my opinion, if you have a cloth set, you need to give 
them at least the option to have a robe or a a, a skirt. What is it called? A kilt. A kilt, yeah. Ish. Yeah. At least give give me the option of choosing between one or the other. So you can have, say you can have a nine-piece set that consists of ten pieces effectively, where you can choose between, do I want a robe or do I want a vest? Do I want a pair of pants or do I want a kilt? Something to that effect. So you can... Or give me both, whatever. So if you either if you if you pay for for the chest piece, you get the robe and the vest. Or if you pay for the pants, you get the pants and the and, and, and the kilt. So those those two options are uh, are the ones that in, would influence uh, your your legs. Uh, it's it's quite it's quite sad that they didn't do it because with the uh, I'm, and and I'm confident enough to say that you uh, you can have the variety of it. Um, there are sets where you have the ability to to uh to decide which you want uh since i'm at the moment i'm on a plate wearing class i don't have it in front of me but there are uh i know there's at least one set where you can where you have an additional piece of gear that basically is that option so yeah uh, cosmetic covenant armor really happy with with the looks as well Uh, the night fay this time around are the ones that uh, have the same issue that my that I just mentioned with the leg, with the pants versus the robe. Uh, so Blizzard, if you if you're listening, change that. Add the the quilt piece. Add a robe option. Which of the two? I don't care. Just if you. If you again, if you have a, a leather wearing class or a uh, cloth wearing class, and you don't have the option to have have a robe, that's just not just not right, in my opinion. Uh, and uh, yeah, and then with regards to the covenant, the last. Uh, thing I want to to mention, well, the second to last aspect is that apparently we are going to see, or oh, we will see that uh, 
Blizzard has cut back on the variety of Covenant campaign content. Because apparently they said uh, something to the effect of now the after the thing that happened after the actions that Anduin took let's frame it that way carefully (laughs) for people that haven't seen it yet right right Um, we um, as covenants or the covenants come together to to go after the jailer which means come together as one Mm. That means that out of four Covenant campaign stories, we get one. So they merge into one story where there was variety in in individuality for the respective Covenants. Now we have a a, a, a singular uh, campaign story that is for the first time singular because at the beginning of the campaign feature we had the order hall features the order hall campaigns where each and every uh class has had its own campaign. Twelve of them mm. all together. Then we went down to two for the war campaign in BFA. Right. One alliance, one horde. Then we went back for 9.0 to four, one for each covenant. Mm. And now for the very first time, there's only one story regardless of your faction, horde or alliance, regardless of your covenant, Venthyr, Maldraxxi, Necrolord, Kyrian, or Nightshade, doesn't matter. You get one story now. Mm. There will be, they said, like, uh, this or that NPC will take you aside and tell you stuff individually that's relevant or like flavor communications uh, <laughs> that relate and identify you as uh, part of this, that, or the other covenant. So it will but be personalized. Gen- a little, a little but bit. not but far from a unique covenant specific story mm. i'm not sure what i think about this i totally understand that if it's a thing where everyone goes after the same goal then that uh, you all drive on the same road to get to the to the same goal, to the same destination. Yeah. 
but it still matters whether you drive a sport car or pickup truck or whatever. That still matters. So I'm 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 not really sure if that's the easy way out or if they have to compromise because, as we mentioned earlier, and as we all know, COVID has had its effects on, on, on so many aspects of the game. And I'm willing to, to, to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's just that, in my opinion, I personally, I play the game for lore. Right. And having seen them cut that back quite drastically, actually, out of four stories, we get one. Mm. That That's quite significant. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that for the people that didn't know that we are only going to the continuation might be that there is like one or two chapters of the campaign where you see uh, the uh, campaigns getting into the bottleneck. Right. And then continuing on that one lane of the road. But uh, overall, it's only going to be one story. Uh, and then the last thing that they mentioned with regards to covenants or w with regards to, to gameplay is the fact that Corsia apparently will have a new gameplay mechanic and that they they I think if I remember correctly they dubbed it reverse invasions where we until now we were invaded mm. in legion we had the legion invade invading the five zones <clears throat> in the uh, in pfa we had the respective factions invade the other uh island Now we are taking the war. We are invading Corsia the more. So basically, they said that if if you've played a uh, if you've played the Maldraxi, the 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 Necrolord Covenant, uh, and I think by now it's it, it, it's it's not a too big a spoiler, you basically hijack an Acropolis to, to then take into war to defeat various um, houses in, in Maldraxxus. And how cool would it be? They said, they didn't say this is going to happen, but they phrased it along the lines of how cool would it be If the Maldraxi as the quote-unquote warrior covenant would take that necropolis into Corsia 
as an attack base for the covenants. So I think that's, that's interesting that, that we are going to do the invading rather than being the invaded. Right. So, yeah, with that said, uh, we have uh, two more. We, we have the, the, the last topic of, of 9.1 are the soul binds, which are the, the, the borrowed power that I've been so mad about. Uh, which they, they, of all the borrowed powers so far, this is the one that works the best, in my opinion. They found a really good balance. Mm. Um, so the soul binds are the people that you borrow the power from. That you bind this, you bound bind your soul to theirs, the the NPCs, and you borrow some of their power to empower yourself. Um, and in addition to that, you get the conduits that you can place in a UI to enhance your powers. Some some powers further. Um, there will there are three different people that you can choose to soul bind with one at a time always. Mm. There will not be so uh, um, in nine point one at least no new soul bind NPCs. So it it will stay at three, but we will see that some of the, or maybe any of them, of the conduits that you place in the, in the Soulbind UI can be empowered, meaning they can be extra powerful, obviously. Right. So, and we are going to see new rows of Soulbind abilities, likely additional conduit slots as well, um, so I really look forward to to that. Um, and they said that they might even even thinking of adding the possibility to empower or or having uh, conduits that manipulate your covenant signature abilities. Which you can you don't have yet, so that would be what be interesting. Um, yeah, and then uh, the very last thing, just uh, that's uh, the other big news from from the world of Warcraft, and that's the Burning Crusade classic. Announcement. Right, that was great. Yep. The cinematics for that and the enthusiasm for that mm-hmm. was, was yep. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Burning Crusade has always been one of the favorite expansions of all time. Right, the okay. Blood Elves and the um, Blood Elves and Draenei. 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 Right, Space Space yeah. Gods. Even though, and this is where it's always been for me personally. Um, 
Een oxymoron. Spacecoat? No. Oh. <laughs> no. People say that it's their favorite, TBC is their favorite expansion. Mm. Uh. If you ask people where do you want to go the least likely, oh. where's the, yeah. Always Berlin Crusade. I, Outland. Berlin Crusade, I'm never going to go back there. <laughs> It's like so not going to work. Uh-huh. Any, anywhere but there. Anywhere but there, yes. And yet it's most people's favorite expansion. My lore master, Burning Crusade, I think I did the um, the little Red Valley when you first come out, and that's it. Yep. I, yep. I, I, I yep. can't do the rest. I just... Yep. I'm just too saying, many, it's, it's, too yeah, many it's, go yeah. fetch this and then go back the same spot you were yep. and fetch me 20 more. Yep, it's the it's the contradiction of the world of Warcraft, the most obvious contradiction, yeah. in my opinion. How how can you tell me honestly that this your favorite expansion and still? When it comes to where do you want, if, if there, if you could pick one area you don't want to go to, now none of ten people say Outlands. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't doesn't work. I guess I'm the tenth. I like Outlands. Remember, I chose it for one of my tunes. Okay. Yeah, oh, but, 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 and and it's okay. Thank I'm, you. Sure. <laughs> I'm glad I... I'm just saying... Your approval. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm just saying the other nine people have issues. Nothing that I'm saying. It's it's not okay to have issues. I'm just saying I don't understand it. Yeah. Some some people don't like uh, Vajir. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah. The swimming. They, they, can't, yeah. they can't do the 3D environment. And yeah. I, I love it. I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Delenn from Babylon 5 rightfully said, understanding yeah. is not required. Mm. <laughs> uh, just acceptance. She just passed yes. away too, didn't she? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep, Myra Furlong. Yep. Yes. Yep, she did. She was wonderful. Mm -hmm. She was. She, yep. was. she was the soul of Babylon yep. 5. Yep. Oh. Yes. No other series, TV series as successful as Babylon 5 has been, has suffered so many deaths in their in their cast as they yeah. have. Yeah. I mean, the Doctor is dead. Mm -hmm. um, Jacquard is dead. Yeah. Now, now Dylan Uh, one at, at least one more. Bill Mummy. I don't think so. Okay. No, he's still alive. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Yeah, at least one more. So that's five, four, five people out of a cast of. Uh, wasn't it Sinclair? Yeah, Sinclair. I think Sinclair is dead. Bruce Boxlester? No, no. Was that Sinclair? Bruce. No, the other guy. No, that was Sheridan. Sheridan, yeah, yeah. 
isn't he dead? I think he's dead. Mm. I think. Mm. But uh, again, I might be uh, might m- might be on the on the wrong track there. But yeah, it, again, it's it's something that. Uh, Yeah, so. Can I just say something about BlizzCon Online? Sure. I was waiting for 30% off on the base <laughs> Shadowlands, and they haven't delivered. Um, <laughs> like, no. 30th anniversary, give me 30% off. Right. I, yeah. I already have two editions of it. I want one more right. for my third yeah. account. And, and it's like, upgrade's still available, 100% full yeah. price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. That 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 would that have been was, nice. That that would have been <laughs> a per, perfect timing. Yeah, I would have absolutely. I would have upgraded as fast as my fingers could type the credit card number. <laughs> oh, one more thing. Yeah. Did you see about the 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 arcade games? Yes, Blackthorn. Yeah, rock and roll racing, orcs versus human. All it's all no, in no, there. No, 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 uh, no, 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 that, no. Um, Diablo two is back. No rock and no, no arcade game is Blackthorn, rock and roll racing, and uh, Lost Vikings. And you can save now. You couldn't save before. Yep. Yeah. So, so and and then Diablo. Yeah, we might as well go 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 through it all. Diablo is what they've what they're going to do with Diablo now is absolutely insane. They're going to bring yeah. back Diablo two. Mm. Yep, I'm still mad at at, at uh, Wyatt Cheng. In my opinion, he still doesn't get what people was saying to him he was he was uh uh telling them don't you guys have phones like like two years ago <laughs> you you can't say that you can think it all you want you just can't say that yeah and then, then he tries to walk it back this year when he says basically oh he he didn't mean to say it what he actually wants to say it is Something to the effect of, I meant to say that, yeah, Diablo 4 is coming, but I couldn't say that yet because it wasn't yeah. announced. Uh, yeah. but, he's, he's still trying to pitch Diablo Immortal on mobile, and it's like, that's not what people want to hear. They want to hear Diablo 4 release date or something. No, no, you, you're missing the point, mm. in my opinion. The point of the entire controversy is the Diablo game has to be playable on the PC, period, yeah. full stop. You can add whatever you want. Diablo 2 is a PC game. They yeah, yeah, added yeah. controller support and they added console play with with the uh, uh, what's it called re re something uh, re- resurrected, yeah, yeah, right. They added that to PC game. 
you cannot, in my opinion, in good conscience as a developer, tell a fan that, oh yeah, we are going to bring out so much content. As a diehard fan, I really, really love, for me, Diablo is my second favorite um, Blizzard game. Mm. I want to experience the story. I want to play it. I'm not going to play Immortal because I cannot play it on PC. For me, that is not Diablo. As long as I cannot, as I can't play it on, on, on my PC. And that's the sad part about it. Him hyping it up and telling us, us the people that are really big Diablo fans, we're going to put so much story, so much development, so much this, that, and the other into this measly mobile game. Mm. You can't do that in good conscience. If you try to justify a move like that, you miss the entire community's vibe. It, it just doesn't work, in my opinion. So, that's something. And another thing that I, that I have to say here, Blizzard, think about what you're doing with the collection for Diablo 2. Because if you want to get, if you want to deliver us the resurrected super mega collection, prime evil collection. Right. Which is totally fine. You can do that. It includes Diablo 2 resurrected. It includes a Mephisto pet and a Hatred Grasp Wings for Diablo 3. Perfect. But it includes Diablo 3 Eternal Collection as well. What? Most of the people that want the pets have the Diablo 3 game already. Why do you want us to buy an additional copy of a game we already have for the same account just so you can make 15 more dollars off of us? Right. It's a redundant purchase. Not even redundant, it's a useless purchase. You, why? Make, make four stages out of it. At the moment, they have, you have three different versions of it. You can buy one. I uh, can't, can't even see pre-purchase here. Let me just quickly pull it up before I'm raging and, and telling wrong information here. So, we have we have the um, the resurrected right. 
that right. costs four, 40 euros. So it's probably cost 40 dollars $40 as well. And that's the um that's the uh resurrected game, and then you can buy the eternal collection. Uh, as an upgrade, the Prime Evil Collection upgrade. But you're saying that they should shouldn't have. They should just add the game, the the Diablo three on top. Mm, gotcha. They just shouldn't sell us a game for more money that we already have. Why would you want to buy World of Warcraft if I were to, to go and, and offer you a digital pack of World of Warcraft? And, and I'm going to say, oh, yeah, you can have the mount and the pet for World of Warcraft. Right. But please... If you want the mount and the pet, and you already subscribed and you already own the game, but please buy for 30 bucks, buy an additional copy of World of Warcraft, but you can only have one on your account. <laughs> what's, what's the logic in that? Other right, than, oh, yeah, this is, I want more money. Right. Uh, that's... That's something that uh, I don't, I, there's like, uh, I don't want to see hardly any logic. There's no logic in it. Again, other than uh, what goes between my thumb and my next, my finger next to that. So, <laughs> you know, the, the, this one. <laughs> Dollar bill, almighty dollar. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the almighty dollar. No more, no less. So, yeah. And this is coming from Ferengi, so yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the liquidation board. Yeah, so, yeah, Ferengi okay. liquidation board. Yeah, so uh, that's... Uh, yeah, uh, so, uh, the Burning Crusade. Let's quickly finish, finish the World of Warcraft. Um, we are going to see uh, the template build for much like with the vanilla. We, we have to distinguish even further now. Right. Previously, it was World of Warcraft Classic. Mm -hmm. Now it's going to be vanilla classic and TBC classic. Right. Because both are called classic and it's called the classic games. So... So with the Burning Crusade Classic the template version is the latest. The last version is 2.4.3. Um, they're going to roll back a couple of things they said and stagger the release much like they did with the, with the Vanilla Classic, uh, which is totally understandable and should, should, should be that way. The only thing that I'm not happy about is that apparently, from what I gather, 
that they're not going to make zone changes. Uh, what I mean by that is I would like to play the original Shadow Moon Valley zone uh, because that is that was the first major zone change they ever made in World of Warcraft where as a result of the release of the uh, Black Temple they changed the quests in a specific area of the Shadow Moon Valley to reflect the um, the fact that they've dealt with Elidan and Elidan had dealt with us and the release and the introduction of the bosses in uh, Black Temple. So the, the, the lead-up quests to the Black Temple raids were redundant. Because, or were, were you, you couldn't, they were like, you couldn't, if you already know, no, no, if they're dead, if we've dealt with them, with the bosses, and there is no way to get from, oh yeah, I'm going to prepare to deal with them too, yes, we've dealt with them already. They said that they had to change that and reflect the, def the defeat of the bosses in subsequent patches. It's a little complicated. They didn't do as well as they did later on because it was the first time that they've ever done it. And we all learn from our mistakes, obviously. But I still would like to see the, the pre... Um, 2.1 version of the Shadow Moon Valley, but I don't think we're going to see it. Mm. So that's the only caveat for me in the. And one more thing: if you play uh, classic vanilla classic, you can uh, choose where your tune that you've you take from vanilla classic once where you want to take it. So if you want to stay in vanilla classic and leave your tune at level 60 and continue playing there, you can. Mm. If you want to take it to into the Burning Crusade, you can do that too. As soon as you log into your tune for the first time, you get a prompt to get them. Uh, choice and that's final and irreversible so uh, they said they were going to make a, take a snapshot of the condition that the characters are in mm. on the day when the pre-patch for, for the Burning Crusade launches and then that's basically the, the the point in time where where the conditions that the character are in freezes. So 
And then you get moved to another realm if you choose to stay in vanilla, your character get moved to another realm, to a uh, vanilla-specific realm, mm. and the character, the realm that you created your tune on will progress as a Burning Crusade classic realm. Oh, nice. So, so you, have an op- you have an option. Uh, you have an option, yes. And you can buy a boost, one per account, if you want to, that get get the character a character boosted to fifty eight, mm. and you can pay. They said you can pay a fee. Um, yeah, which is which is an elegant way to phrase it. If you want, and this is this is quite unique and quite ingenious. If you want your vanilla classic character to be split in two. Oh, that's interesting. If you, if you want one, one version to stay in vanilla classic, go to the other realm, yep. and you still want to take a copy of that character and progress it into the Burning Crusade. So for a, they didn't say modest, but I would assume it's not a that much of a modest fee. Right. Uh, we know we all know Blizzard. Um, for a fee, you can have that split happen, mm. so you can then make two characters out of one, and and play those those tunes separately. I think that's it for now. Okie dokie. Well, that was a, that was a really good uh, roundup of uh, BlizzCon. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Oh, sure. No problem. If there is more, I'll, I'll add it next uh, week. Okie dokie. Mm. All right. Well, let's get started. Uh, let me just check the the uh, the chat room really quick if there's anything that I might have missed um, because I had Lost Cause was asking about the uh, uh, ethereals and the uh, brokers if there's a reason they're looking different or whatnot. Oh, uh, the ethereals. This is pure speculation. People, some people say it's a coincidence. Other people say that there is a similarity uh, to uh, where they come from, that they might uh, originate from the same uh, base race. Right. Uh, But Koresh, I think, that's what their home planet is called, if I yeah. if I remember correctly. Uh, that's where where the uh, where the um, where the ethereals come from. Uh, oh. They uh, apparently the brokers come from the in between. 
somewhere oh, okay. in the in between. <laughs> so if you out there, yeah, out it's there literally, quite a bit. it is literally out there. So if right. you fly yeah. from Oribos to one of the uh, one of the um, covenant zones, you cross the in between, much yeah, like yeah, yeah. you cross the if you fly from from Hellfire Peninsula down to uh, Shadow Moon Valley or up to uh, to Nether, uh, Nether, what was it called? Nether Storm. You fly through the, uh, what's it called? Twisted Nether. Twisted Nether, yes. Yeah, yeah. This was, this was, that's basically, basically the same if you were to say that some species were from the twisted nether. Right. Okay. Uh, same same is here with the with the in-between. I always found it a curious name. Right. Uh, so yeah, uh, that still doesn't mean that they can't be uh, originating from the same base rates. Uh, might be that much like the, the the elves on Azeroth have the have uh, the trolls developed into the night elves, the night elves evolved to the high elves, the high elves developed into the uh, blood elves, right? <laughs> blood elves developed some of them into the void elves and so forth. Right. So it doesn't doesn't mean that there isn't it's not there is no way to 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 uh determine if it's the case. It's just we don't know yet. Right. But but there are strong indications that the chances of some th- similarities are higher than 50-50. Right. Because if you look at the architecture, um, if you look in uh, Blaze Edge Mountains or in Netherstorm, and you see right. the... The, uh, the structures. The structures, their yeah. portals yeah, that yeah, they yeah. have. The, 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 uh, it seems to be their anchor yeah. to Outland. No, 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 that, no. That's not what I'm wanting to. Put. the The architecture of these these uh, these portal contraptions, right. and then you go to the brokers area next to the uh, Theater of Pain in Maldraxxus. Yeah. You can see a similar yet different um, portal structure that holds the portal, that creates the portal. Right. It, it, it's eerily similar yet different. Yeah. So, yeah, again, Ethereal's uh, consortium. And, and, and as you said, um, Last cause the con- the ethereals and the consortium. That's a monetary profit oriented uh, thing too. 
much as the cartels and the brokers. So there are similarities in the cultures there as well. So again, if if I had to to venture a guess as for how likely it is that there are some similarities in history in, in past history, I would definitely be for me it would be quite a bit higher than 50-50. Right. That's how how far I'm willing that I'm willing to go. Uh, lost cause. All right. Thank you, Lost Cause. Anyone else? No other questions from the chat room. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. I need a two-minute break for a drink. I've had a fantastic weekend. Wow. It's um, very comforting. (laughs) Those battlegrounds where you're not necessarily putting out more damage, but you feel like you're contributing more by pushing all the buttons all at once. (laughs) Bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Constructs, how has your week in WoW been? My week in WoW has been uh, pretty pretty dang good if you consider that the IRL has been really bad for me. Um, the mission table has surprisingly yielded some pets. Oh! I, was, I wasn't expecting that, but I got a spirited Skyfall, a Runelite Leaper, and a Devouring Animite is the one that I think is on now. So those quests are level 36 elite quests, and um, my guys are level 32, so I wasn't sure they'd be able to complete the mission, so I sent them on with uh, two tanks. One tank basically nerfs the damage by 20% every second turn, so that that considerably decreases the amount of hits they take because the, um, uh, the level 36 elite missions are they're hard. Uh, but anyway, I got I got through them with like one guy standing, and like the, the in order to heal my guys, it was like fourteen hundred anima, and I'm like, I'm not spending that. I'm waiting for the um, the health to regenerate itself. But then another pet quest comes up. <laughs> like I want that pet. <laughs> you can buy them off the auction house, apparently. So, and by the looks of them. One of them looks like it's a Night Fae thing. One of them looks like it's a Maldraxxus thing. Mm-hmm. One of them looks like a little, um, uh, what you call it, unicorn. So I'm like, ah, they're totally pulling at people's heartstrings. Because, you know, if you got that hunter pet that looks like a unicorn and you want to have a pet unicorn following you at the same time, you got to have the How cool pet. would that be? That would be so yeah. cool. And then you ride a unicorn as well. <laughs> and then you ride a unicorn that Warford's Nightmare or something. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah. have to get that. I don't I have to look up the strat on that. But uh, yeah, I was doing uh, quests for Anima last night because I uh, I figured if I do all the quests, collect all the Anima that I can, as quick as I can, which means I neglected... Um, I really neglected the uh, the Love Rocket this year. I did it like once per character per day. Today I'm uh, like I'm doing it more because I have a little bit more time to spend on that. And it's it's not it's not like mentally draining, but doing the quest for Anima 
you have to be focused. You have to look at the whole map, the four maps, and then you have to fly to all the different areas and then you have to collect all the anima for uh, each individual quest. And then you get trinket upgrade. I got the epic achievement. So I got all my gear purple, which is nice. So it's all Congrats. 187 or above. So I got two trinkets that are 194. I don't have as much leech, but it doesn't matter because my damage output is higher. So I don't, I don't need as much time to survive whatever. So it's like, it's immensely gratifying to um, just mow through stuff easily. And I got a pair of 203 gloves that are uh, a little bit better than my 200 gloves, which has leech. And I had to equip them because I wanted my high item level to be just a little bit higher. It's 197. So I get, I have higher gear than what drops in LFR. LFR gear is um, 187 or 194, depending if you get a proc or not. So um, I'm super excited to get stuff, to go for stuff, and to try and get the love rocket. But I, I don't have much hope. I've heard of three people getting it this year. Congrats to them. Uh, I heard one guy got it on the 69th try. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's uh, good or bad. He said it's uh, probably a thousand attempts over the years. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's if you think about it, if it's 0.3%, that's one in 3,000. So, that's like a thousand attempts is not bad. But uh, the, the month of February is just a real IRL tough tough in life uh, month for me. I just never seem to um, hit it right unless I book vacation in the middle of it. And um, I looked this year what vacation I got. I, my first week of vacation is in June. So I thought, oh, wow. oh well, mm. no love rocket this year. Mm. And um, I'm trying it. Uh, I'm doing it half heartedly because I'm, <laughs> I get discouraged, but uh, it, it is what it is. I mean, um, what Jim would call it, the, um, hmm. the hive mind is still one of my favorite mounts. <laughs> I've, I equip it on my third account every time I, I, I get on that character because I, like I earned it on that character and uh, my priest was invaluable towards getting that achievement. And uh, I was uh, really, really glad to have the two of you help me out for that because it was like, I didn't know how else to get get it, and I wanted it real bad. I um, I got the Riddler's Mind Worm because I got invited to a group. Like I, I queued up for it, and somebody had already done all the work. You only had to go to the dungeon. All the mobs were dead. You go straight to the, the card. You click on the card, and then you go to the next dungeon. You do the next thing, and at the end, just you know, just looped, and that's all I had to do for the Riddler's Mind Worm. The um, Warforged Nightmare. I think there's an add-on for that. So probably going to look that up. Uh, I'm out of boosts. I don't have any more boosts, and I'm not going to buy... The Lucid Nightmare. The Warforged Nightmare is a... Is mount. it the Lucid Nightmare? Yep. Okay. So, uh, the Lucid Nightmare, then, I guess. And I'm... Uh, I'm doing a little bit of... Uh, Messing around right now on my last, I think I have four characters that are can run the loot box for the uh, love the rocket. Um, love rocket. 
and uh, they're, they're trying not too hard. And I have a character in Deep Home that's looking to see if the Aonax spawns for April. <laughs> hasn't hasn't spawned yet. Oh. Like I said, I only saw it once in nine years. <laughs> and the um, the pets I got, they, they come in green. So if you want them blue, you have to have stones. So right. every time I see a, a, a quest for a, um, a, like one of the blue stones, I run the quest to have an extra stone nearby. So I have, like, I always have four to five stones handy just in case. And I keep a purple stone in one of my bags in case I need that pet for like a, a do or die pet battle that I don't have the, the time to level. Right. Mm -hmm. Every day or every second day I go to Shadow Moon Valley and I do a pet battle with my hunter to uh, earn XP and to also get 12 levels on uh, Ashley's little pet battle quest because that's super easy at 12 levels and then you're like ahead. So I leave the hunter right in front of where she is and he earns pet charms and he gathers um, XP and he gets uh, 12 levels just by logging in basically. <laughs> so level one to 12 is easily done uh, every, every day or every couple of days. So, I don't have that many level one pets left. <laughs> I'm running out of pets. Mm. So I, like, I don't know what I'm going to do to earn more. I'm, uh, I'm hoping it, uh, it goes well for me. I have um, a couple spider pets on my uh, Hunter to Prishna, But um, I, should get, I should really get a few more spiders. But I don't know how you get more than five spiders. How do you get more than... You have to put some on your stable. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know how the as, stable works. I've got to follow a tutorial on that or something. Yeah. Well, the no, normal hunter stable, you would just go to your, your stable master. And there's you can, a have up, you can have up to 50, right? Or is oh, it beast mastery and get up to 50? I think it's more by now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. But you just basically, you get the, the UI consists of uh, two sections on the left side is the smaller one where you see your currently in use hunter pets and you can basically drag and drop them into the the stable and then you can exchange them or just leave leave the the slot and uh, Unused and then catch another one. One rider instead of the stable master. <laughs> no. We're doing it live, folks. We're doing have, it live. I have to try that today because I've been, I've been putting just, that off for years. Just go to the mini map and choose the 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 uh, yeah, but my, my hunter mini map is is full of uh, green dots because I have the. Uh, well, turn the them off. You can turn them off. Track. Yeah, you can track turn them off for a second. You can turn, and turn them back turn on. Turn humanoid tracking off. Yeah. Dungeon Q popped. <laughs> <That's hard. laughs> Anyways, um, I think I'll stop it here because uh, it, you're, all the stuff you said about BlizzCon was really instructional, and I had to go back and watch the videos on YouTube. Right. But. Uh, 
Yeah, I uh, I like the part with Ian Hazacostas where he's explaining stuff. I like the part with the voice actor panel. That's uh, mm. always makes I'm me cry. Not Take even going to get started. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was rough. <laughs> and uh, what you call it? But we love Blizzard and we love Blizzard games. And uh, what you call it? And this was the best they could do considering the circumstances. And it was nice that they did it. You know, it was super yeah. awesome that they did yeah. it. Yes. Right. and it was free. They could have easily charged us nine ninety five or yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But it was free. Ooh, they, bas- they basically did charge us for. Uh, well, for they're charging us for the charity pet, which basically yeah. everybody's gonna get bananas, no matter what happens. Right. And bananas back in the day, that was uh, thirty thousand gold or whatever. Oops. So I have two bananas, so I'll get a third one. And if we if they get the the gold for uh, charity Médecins Sans Frontières, which is a uh, uh, Doctors Without Borders, then we get an extra pet, which right. will be a sloth that you can carry on your back and it shows off. Yeah. Oh, so, how nice! So that's all so right. How how that how that works apparently is you can donate to the charity. Which yes. is uh, Doctors Without Borders. This right. year. Yes. And uh, there is no, you don't buy the pet. What you do is within a given period of time, mm-hmm. yep. you donate a amount of your choosing. Exactly. And yeah, and then depending upon how much we end up having donated, that determines if if we reach the threshold that yeah. they determined is 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 adequate. Then we get a second pet, the, uh, and if not, then we just quote unquote only get bananas. But everyone will get the pet. It's not not just one or two people. It's every what well, again. Yeah, as I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm at the we, pet battle, battle pet master. Yeah. Stable master. And I go, stable master. I like to stable my pet, and I have twenty pets. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ten times twenty. Two hundred. You can stable two hundred pets. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so I'll stable my black widow. I and get on my hunter more often. This one. So I'll stable two pets and I then what do what happens? Do I nothing? You just away? have two yeah, you just have two free slots now where you can Yeah, I have two free slots so I can capture more pets. Perfect. Yep, exactly. And then just so I can them. capture the hydra on this guy. I don't have the Hydra on this guy. I have it on another yep. hunter. And then when you go to summon pets, where's your summon pet, your whistle? It, it only shows you the pets that you have on you. Exactly. Right, right. Not the ones yep. in Flapping the stable. The Not the ones in the stable. Perfect, right. yeah. The, um, do you... Uh, well, this one's Beast Mastery. So yeah. I don't know if he gets more pets than the... 
Yeah, I'm pretty I guess sure. It just changed spec, and and it would. I don't. I don't think your spec has any influence on the amount of of uh, stable slots. Oh. I don't think. Oh so, no. no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's still stable. Two hundred yeah. pets. Yeah, that mm -hmm. should be. Wow. That that would be weird if it if, if it did. That is a lot of pets you can have. Because because who guarantees you that you are only going to stable? Um, Didn't there used to be a hundred a hundred pet in uh, classic that was best for everything? Uh, a lion that would have a one second interrupt. Let's do we. Mm. They've they've homogenized the 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 uh, abilities they the the family abilities they've introduced yeah. new families there's so many changes they've made to to uh, pet uh, to to hunt pets it's not even funny <laughs> so yeah all right so I have one character left with. Uh, the ability to run the love dungeon, and then I'm out of, I'm out of chances for this year. I don't think I'm getting up that early tomorrow. Yeah, I may. So, I don't know. I uh, it it depends on real life circumstances because uh, right, like my uh, my spouse had these migraines all week, and um, oh no, it it just it just sucks for her. So That's, when I was when when I get that. up. When I get up, I just rush to see how she's doing. And uh, if, she, if it's a good day, we open the blinds. If it's not a good day, all the blinds are closed all day. And we just hope and pray the next day is going to be better. So, oh, yep. so sorry. Yeah, it is what it is. But uh, that's been my week. And uh, I've had fun and wow. And I've uh, kind of kept it quiet over here by the computer. And I'm at... 4,700 anima, so <laughs> 10,000. I upgrade my mission table again so I can get my 10 characters. I'm at um, renowned 34. So every week I go up two levels. Yeah. I collect my 20 souls and I do my uh, quest to collect a thousand anima. So that's the first thing I do on reset is uh, collect a thousand anima. And then I go down to the mall to do my quest for my 900 rep to try and get a little bit better with Venari. And uh, like I, I could see how it'll be sped up down the road for other people to do it. But right now, Blizzard is kind of putting on the brakes to the, uh, the profession grinding to uh, keep us engaged longer, I guess. And yeah. for me, it's uh, a third client in Shadowlands is probably going to allow me to do some weird wacky stuff where I can summon people different places directly to the world quest, which is what I'm I mean, hoping to do at some point. Again, as I said earlier, think about this. We have to quote unquote survive with the content we have now until at least June. Oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. The anima drought. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks, chat room, for visiting us. What happened to Prillian? Um, Prillian was in the air on her mount, and I meant <gasps> to hit 
the forward button <laughs> to go fly forward, and I hit the mount dismount button. So she went splat. Yeah, that was really ugly. <laughs> but it's okay, because, well, why don't we start my week? All right. Let's do that. Somebody posted something on Facebook. And I know sometimes we think Facebook is just a um, mind suck. But it's also an informational thing. And I want to read this. It's a quote by Kurt Vonnegut. And I apologize because it's it's a little bit long. But he writes, when I was 15, I spent a month working on an archaeological dig. I was talking to one of the archaeologists one day during our lunch break, and he asked those kinds of questions, getting to know you questions, you ask young people, do you play sports? What's your favorite subject? And I told him, no, I don't play sports. I do theater. I'm in choir. I play the violin and piano. I used to take art classes. And he went, wow, that's amazing. And I said, oh, no, but I'm not good at any of them. And he said something then that I will never forget and which absolutely blew my mind because no one had ever said anything like it to me before. I don't think being good at things is the point of doing them. I think you've got all these wonderful experiences with different skills and that all teaches you things and makes you an interesting person no matter how well you do them. And that honestly changed my life because I went from a failure, someone who hadn't been talented enough at anything to excel, to someone who did things because I enjoyed them. I had been raised in such an environment-oriented, an achievement-oriented environment, so inundated with the myth of talent, with a capital T, that I thought it was only worth doing if you could win at them. And I am in tears right now because Kurt Vonnegut opened my eyes to something I felt personally inside, and I never knew how to really express it. And it's the fact that I can play WoW, and I can suck at it, but I can still enjoy it. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and that has just changed the game for me, because I have been in um, trying to play the next level of the game, trying to keep up with the current content. And I have felt like, I'm not really enjoying this, but I got to get to level 60 because everybody else has a level 60 and I don't have a level... I don't need to have a level 60. I don't need to... I don't need to do what everyone else is doing. I can just enjoy this and I have the experience and that is good enough for me. And I tell you what I have been doing (laughs) this week... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have been pet battling. And I'm not even pet battling the right way. In fact, I just realized today that I need to change some of my parameters of my pets. But I've been pet battling. And I have been um, digging. And I have been doing cooking quests. And I have been just... Oh, I went farming for... Uh, I, was, I ended up uh, spending some time in Dust Swallow Marsh. And I came around... I came up on the searing whelps 
And I had a flashback to, what was that, the Badlands, where we were farming uh, searing whelps to get the dark whelplings? Yeah. And, and I went and I did that for a little while, and, and that was fun. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is that if you are just playing and you're enjoying yourself, it is okay. And I think <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut, who is an, uh, an author and a, um, just a generally good person, if you want to get some inspiration and you're feeling like a little bit down in this um, pandemic, Go read some of his quotes because they will they will inspire you. Um, and can, I, can I add something before you? Yes, continue? you can. Uh-huh. Because it's it, it's on the same topic. Okay. Um, if you want to uh, listen to and watch a similar topic, a person speaking similarly to to the human mindset human personality go and watch the vod from the blizzcon line um, world of warcraft voiceover panel okay because deborah wilson Oh, yes, she's so good. Is the voice of Draka. And what she says, I mean, granted, they don't have much time, each of them. Right. But what time she had, she took full advantage of. And she is exactly what you described there. She is, um, yeah, I mean, go, go and watch it and, and you'll know exactly what I'm, what I'm talking about. Okay, um, and I just want to add that if you are a player and you are playing just to have fun, go ahead and do it. Don't feel pressured that you got to be the maximum, that you got to get to 60, that you got to do all the things. You can even just go pick flowers if that's all you want to yes. do. And, and that's the wonderful thing. I have, I kind of forgot about World of Warcraft, but that I, I'm back into it because of that yeah. quote. And I'm really sad because somebody on my timeline posted that and I can't find it. I thought it was, I thought it was one person and I just went back to their um, page and I didn't see it. So I'm going to have to try to figure out. And then one other thing before I get to the rest of my week. Um, I, another thing I found on Facebook. <laughs> and it's so funny because I also play VR and one of the things that Facebook has done is taken over this Oculus Quest. You have to have a Facebook account to be in VR and people rail against it. Facebook is a totalitarian. But it, it is useful. I mean, I get to keep in touch with relatives. But somebody wrote uh, um, a whole thing on Twitter and posted it on Facebook about a woman's response to Bill Maher complaining about the millennium. Now, I know technically I'm not a millennium. Technically, I think I'm Generation X. But Bill Maher was saying something about uh, the millennials because they read comic books and they go to Comic-Con. 
And she was, and this woman, and I wish I could remember because I can't find it. I was reading it and then it disappeared. But she pointed out that even though we still do anime, we go to comic cons, we go to, we read comic books, we play video games, we're doing things that technically are supposed to be for our childhood. It's because we're reaching back to the joy of what we what brought us joy. And, and the fact that saying being an adult means that you can no longer embrace joy that you have to you have to go drudging for a company work 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 and do this and i have been mocked by people at work because i play these games and these same people and i'm not mocking them it's what you choose sit in front of a tv all day (laughs) you know they come home and they sit in front of a tv and they watch tv shows now i have no problems with watching tv shows i i actually watch some i watch um while I watch Perry Mason and um, uh, Murder, She Wrote. So I understand, and a little bit of other things. But um, there's nothing wrong with playing video games. It's a joy. Even if you're, I'm 58, and I play video games, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's not Bill Maher. It's not some kind of ridiculous thing. It's not us wasting our time. It's us seeking joy in the way that we choose to seek joy and for the record if more of you played video games you might be less stressed out you might have lower blood pressure you might find the joy in life that and 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 this extends to everybody that plays comic-con that goes to comic-con that does um uh, cosplay. I, I I love people that do cosplay. I just think that I could never do it, but I just think that they are an amazing group of people who have embraced this uh, this field of of enjoyment and taken it to the next level. And um, I just want to shout out, and especially to anybody that's playing casually in World of Warcraft or any game that they're playing, do you enjoy you? You don't have to be up. Mm-hmm. Be you. Be you. You don't have to be at the top. Anyway, so I've I've been playing for the Love Rocket. Haven't gotten it. I accidentally opened a box of chocolate when my bags were already full. <laughs> Jesus, this should be a warning. I thought I was opening the box from the game from the you yeah. know that you win, and it was a yeah. box of chocolate. I'm like, no. Five, five pounds of chocolate <laughs> in there. Yeah. That I'll never use. Um, I uh, I did finish a couple of quests in what is it? Orboros or whatever. Or both. Yeah, I mean, they're good quests. They're nice. I just decided to take a break and enjoy myself. And um, I'm, <laughs> there's lots of XP in um, digging. Um, it's yeah. not as, I'm not as much in, um, in pet battles. I should probably wait for one of the pet battle weeks to really be doing it. But I did see that um, I need Northrend tamer so one of my things this week because i could have continental tamer but i need north wind and i could have so i'm going through and just doing and having fun uh mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's about it what i've been doing i'm hoping my income tax refund will be here soon and when I do that, I'm going to open up April's account and give her six months so she can have wings and a special amount to... Uh-oh. What happened? Something happened bad. Oh, no. It's not bad. All right. And that's been my week. Right. <laughs> do you enjoy your life? And you don't have to be the best. You could just enjoy it. It's good enough. 
bunch of other things with Grand Negus. Grand Negus, what do you have for us this week? I wanted to mention this earlier when um, when Constrax talked about the Hunter Pets. Okay. But I'm going to do it now because it's uh, Works works better if I can get some peace of mind. You was friggin' thing. Give me the spriggins are. Oh yeah, I hate that quest. Not not nice people. They're not nice. No. No. Uh, so okay. Um, yeah. Again, when Constrax talked about the Hunter Pets, I thought since I hadn't uh, decided on an add-on to talk about today, I might as well talk about um, Hunter Pet add-on. How fortuitous. How fortuitous. So we are going to quickly go over an add-on that, and wouldn't you know it, it's called Hunter Pets. Oh. It is a uh, uh, add-on that can help you find your find the pets that you want to tame. Find not only by looking at the um not only looking at the uh, looking for the pets that you decided you want to um capture you want to tame but also you can go to a zone and you can see what pets are available in that zone. Oh. So let me just quickly. That's that's very helpful. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, let me quickly change over to one of my hunter characters so I can talk a little. Uh, more about it. It basically um, it basically gives you an additional tab in the in the appearances tab, right, right, or or in the collections tab. I can't remember. Right. It's like one or the other, and that is basically a list of all the pets pets that there are. 
Oh, wow. Um, if you enter a zone, you can set it so that it will tell you in chat this zone you just entered has, as an example, 47 pets, of which uh, 34 are, uh, are uh, ha have a unique uh, look. So there are, sometimes there are uh, pets especially in the lower levels that have different names but still look the same. Yeah. Like with the cats in, in Darkshore or with the bears in God knows where, many of the lower level bears look alike. Yeah. That's it, racist. So. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I couldn't yeah. help. Oh my god! I apologize. They use the, <laughs> use the same model. Okay. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Good. Okay. Good. So sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, basically, uh -huh. what you, and then you can look for a specific pet, either by name, by species, by uh, type, by uh, family, by zone, by uh, whatever. There are quite a few uh, filter options. Um, so I really, and you have, if you so choose, a visual representation, much like you have in the pet journal or in the mount journal. You have a picture of the respective pet or mount, same in the, in the uh, hunter pets. You have a, a representation of how the, the hunter pet looks. I'm really, I, I always liked the add-on. Um, it wasn't necessarily as useful for me because I'm not the absolute must-have every single hunter pet person. Right. It's just that I, I remember back in the day the, um, a uh, guild mate when I, when I still played on the EU side and we just um, had a cataclysm release yeah. And we we came to the to the uh, patch. The what was it? Five point four point four point one, where we've open where we opened the the uh, area down by Mal Shrine of Malorn to go yeah. into the Firelands to the uh, invasion. 
where you could get the the special pets, the the black cat, and and what else? Uh, he was so after that that uh, that cat. He was like camping. The you had you had the um, the yellow pets, which were elites. Some of them were hard to catch, like the spiders and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Because they did such good damage, so you ha- almost had to take a healer with you to get the pets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, I'm just, see, this is how long it's been since I've, since I've, uh, used this add-on. Apparently, they renamed the add-on. I'm just noticing now. Now, it's called the Hunter's Menagerie. Oh. Nice. It's uh, a playoff of the Menagerie in the Garrison. Yeah. Um, It is. But that's... uh, let me just see where are we? Come on, we're doing this live, guys. We're doing it um, live, folks. We're doing it live. Um, it's <laughs> it's been updated. Let me just see view on curse. Here we go. Oh, oh shoot! What am I doing? There we go. Um, that, oh, it's, it's been updated the last time, July 9th, 2020. So it's not, it's apparently not, it apparently doesn't include Shadowlands. Uh, right. But, but still, if you, if you want to use it, um, it's still a totally valid valid add-on and uh, yeah what so you can you have uh, the additional tab and you can have uh, you have up top where in the pet and mount journal you see your usable mounts and unique pets and total pets. Uh, with this add-on, you have tameable pets and unique looks as distinct numerical values. So, And if you look at the list that you see on the left side, much again like the Mount Journal, you will have, in addition to an icon, you will have the name, and you will have the um, the icon for the respective expansion that the pet is from. So Legion, Cada for Cataclysm, Mists for Mist of Pandaria. So you can uh, 
see at one glance if when you when you scroll down the list if it's potentially the right one just by looking at the at the uh, uh, indicator to see if it's from the right expansion so if you know that it's the the bear from from Grizzly Hills you know that it's gotta I'm have the, yeah you know that it's gotta have the RAS icon yeah and if it isn't then it's not the right one so it's yeah I again um So I'm I really I really like the add-on and we just quickly see if I have it now I'm I'm in the uh see <laughs> there. Moon Runes Hunter's Menagerie. Mm. In parentheses, Hunter Pets. That's the old name. Mm. So that's why I was referring to it as Hunter Pets because uh, I'm not sure if it, if he, uh, continued the work on it from from another author or just chose to to rename it altogether but that's beside the point um, I really like the fact that uh, that you have the option of looking for a for a hunter pet without, as with so many other things, without having to leave the game. Right. So if you if you look at the at the section at the add-on spotlight section in the show notes, you'll see one of the show no, uh, one of the screenshots from the curse page. That uh, tells you that that shows you the list and the information. Um, just see if we have more images. Um, here is one more of the. Uh, where is it? There we are. Uh, one more with with more filters. I'm really again with the the nice thing about these add-ons, regardless of which add-on it is, is that you have all these filters that they add. Most of them, not all of them, but but most of them add new filters and that makes the search process 
much more comfortable, much easier. So, um, let's see, there we go. Um, yeah, and it has a stable pet browser as well. So, constructs what oh, people nice. talking. Oh, yeah, so yeah. would it load your own stable? Yeah, so you would know if you already have this pet or not. Right. Yeah, you don't need to go to, as Construx did earlier, you don't need to go to the stable master to see the content of your stables. Oh, that's helpful. That's very helpful. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> it might not have all your Shadowland pets, but it'll but have it's all still the have, classic right. ones. Right. Yep. Right, exactly. And if you look at your uh, at your collections tab, the little uh, collections tab in the in the micro bar, that's where the where the additional tab is located, next to the appearances tab. Uh, it will tell you that. Uh, it goes by hunter pets there, so it's not pet menagerie. There, the tab is called hunter pets. So both right. both names are are uh, are okay. <laughs> One thing I just noticed now that I'm standing with my hunter, I'm standing in Oribos. And it says, tameable pets, zero. Usable looks, a uh, unique looks, zero. Oh, what does that mean? Because, oh, because no, you're, in, you're in Shadowland. Because I'm in a zone that doesn't have any pets. tameable pets. What you can do, there is a little box you could check and uncheck mm. that is... that is called show only pets tameable in current zone. So if you uncheck that box, you'll have access to the entire list regardless of where you are. Mm. Um, and then once you, as you can see in the, in the show notes, when you click on one of the um, pets, from the list, you get the name, you get the location, you get the item, uh, the, the level. Granted, it's the pre-squish level value because, again, it's not updated yet for Shadowlands. Um, you get the type and you get the special abilities, the bite in the case of the Mana Scale Basilisk, which is the one that I've chosen at the moment, it's Bite and Stone Scales. So, and it's a full 3D version that you can dra drag and turn around and whatnot, so... Oh, nice. That's very nice. <laughs> you can zoom in, although I'm not sure how nice it is to zoom in on the 
jaw of a basilisk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and then you have down in the lower right-hand corner, you have the button, the red button for stable pets. And once you open that, you, you'll see um, the... the um, stable slots and you can even uh, access other hunters your other hunters stables oh that's right. interesting so it's it, it's cross account no not cross right. account cross yeah it's account wide right account wide so yeah again um, the add-on is called the Hunter's Menagerie mm. on Curse. Goes by the name Hunter Pets as well in game. Mm -hmm. And the main features are you can look for Hunter Pets by zone, by type by oh, rarity even. You can filter by elite, by rares, exotic, normal, uh, alphabetic, by expansion, <gasps> by, by buffs and family. If you want a tenacity pet, if you want a pet that's, that can dodge, if you want a slow pet, if you want a ferocity pet, if you want a pet that can make mortal wounds, whatever. There are like uh, so many um, options for for filtering. Um, yeah, I again, I really, really like this like this add-on and uh, yeah for a hunter it's really nice if you if you are one of the hunters that likes to literally hunt for the pets right uh, in my opinion it, it's one of the better add-ons we can hope that they eventually are going to update it to Shadowlands. Um, to Shadowlands yeah. level. I mean, I granted it's not an easy feat to import all the uh, all the three D things from the model view and whatnot. That might be a reason why. It takes so long. I don't know. I'm not going to hypothesize anything. I'm just saying that might. Huh? So, yeah, that's that's the add-on. Um, one thing that there is that you need to uh, that you need to uh, be aware of since it's not supported by Shadowlands. There are some quirks with the add-on. One is a quite unique one. 
And that is if you want to close the window by using the X in the up, upper right-hand corner. Doesn't work. You have to switch to another tab in the collections window to close the collections window. Mm. It just doesn't work. It, it, it's no big thing. You can use escape to close the window if you don't want to, to, to choose another tab and then close it. I'm just saying the, the, the X, X button doesn't, doesn't close the window. You can hit it 100,000 times. It doesn't work. So, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. As for my week beyond beyond uh, this, uh, I've I was lucky enough, fortunate enough to be with uh, Fresley from Frazzlecast in her chat the other uh, on, on both days. Yeah. And uh, we had we really had fun talking about all the things Blizzard uh, this online, and uh, I'm thankful that I that I got to be there. And thanks, Fresley. Thank you very much. Um, I again something that I that I was reminded of again, and this happens every time uh, in one way or another. And what I said earlier with regards to Sylvanas, uh, it's still valid that yeah. I'm not going to not going to play retail if if Blizzard decides to kill her. That still does not mean that I'm going to love the Blizzard community any less. Right. Because in my opinion, and I've said this before in, in years, years past, as great as BlizzCon is and BlizzCon line. It's the community. What it's the community that makes the games what they are bind us together so you can you can say what you want about you can critique as many of the devs as you want for the decisions that they make about the games that they're responsible for which right. most often times is valid but the community around the games is what is the heart and the soul of it all. And that's what's essential. That's the essential aspect for me. That's, that's all about, it's, it's, it's all about the community. If you, I checked 
Twitter earlier uh, yesterday when they talked about all the rituals that we couldn't observe because we weren't there physically. Right. Oh, my God. So many of them. No. Rituals as going to Roscoe's to eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, uh, it was just, it, mm. it, it's, it's just a meal, but still, it's a ritual. If I if, hadn't been at work, I would have loved to have done a Zoom watch, you know? That would have been really yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so that's like, on, on, on Sundays after BlizzCon, yeah. many people go to, go to Disneyland together. Right. Mm -hmm. They, they, so that's the thing where, where the community basically, uh, takes up, over. Yeah, yeah. Walks one block over and, and, and goes to, goes to Disneyland. The fact that when I, and this is where I'm, Hearing up more often than not. <laughs> when I saw the first trailer for Picard, yeah. and I saw him walk towards Starf the new Starfleet headquarters, right, mm. and it being the Anaheim Convention Center, <gasps> oh. it was like I have two homes in one now. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Two homes it's, in one, exactly. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it, that's like something that, uh, yeah. And when you, when you've been, I'm, I'm not saying I'm the the, the ultimate uh, BlizzCon goer, but I've only quote unquote only been there four times. So <laughs> there are still only places. Only four times, he says. Eh, eh. A mere four times. A mere four times. The thing, <sighs> the point I want to make is. Oh, I got a, I got a blood soaked invitation that I can't use until eleven sixty. I'm telling level sixty. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, and, and you can't use it yet because the the. Uh, uh, the event hasn't started yet. Yeah. Right. The, um, right. the Brothers Guild hasn't started. Guild. So keep that in your back pocket until it's time. So Bloodstock invitation is for the Brothers Guild. Yes. So what I wanted to get at is the fact that even though I've been there four times, I still haven't seen everything there. Mm. And that's amazing. That's no, amazing. no, no. Meaning, I didn't have time to go outside much. So I, you don't. If you live in a city for a certain period of time, you think that you've seen everything. But still, once in a while, you notice this or that or the other those small things about 
a building or something else or, or pavement on the street or markings here or there. You don't know everything about your surroundings. But I, more often than not, I could identify the different areas in the convention center area where they filmed the certain scenes. Oh, I nice. could say, oh yeah, that was like on, on, on the left side or on the right side or ar around the fountain. Or how, see where I'm going? It, it, it's something where you feel as if you're part of of the scene because you know it so well. It's as, it's as if they filmed a scene in your backyard or in your front yard because you know it so well. And that's, that's something where, where you really where I really get emotional, where, because I love that place and what it means to me with regards to BlizzCon so much. And then to have, to have it be part of Star Trek as well. It's like the ultimate right, exactly. thing. So... So that's that's something that, yeah, it's, it's just awesome. And then having all the the uh, the contests, the the uh, cosplay contest, the the uh, music contest, the art contest, having all that brought in even though it's it, it's virtual having the people that make the cosplay film their their costumes in the literally in their backyards yeah or, or so, sometimes and send them in yeah. to the contest that it's it's just Absolutely, absolutely amazing. So it's yeah. I don't. I don't know what what else to say. I'm. I'm. I'm amazed every time that that Blizzard Blizzard does that and 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 how they how they do it. Um, so. Yeah, uh, in game I haven't done much since I literally was was uh, not, not I I haven't been myself for a couple of days since I've got the since we got the news that 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 Sylvanas was going to be the final boss of the new raid. <laughs> so yeah. I 
I don't know what to make of it. And uh, that's probably for the better. So that's basically all I have to say. All that's right. been my week. Okie dokie. I feel your pain. Hello, everybody. Kyle here. Mash that thing. Yep, that's dead. Yay. Whoop. And then just keep going. Not a boring cake in the walk anymore. Awesome. Amazing. Talk to you again next week. Take care. Bye. And Kyle writes. He says his title of his email was still alive, just busy. Hello, everyone. Sorry that I have not had much time lately to make a blast from the past. It's okay, Kyle. We miss it, but we understand. School has been busy. We just transitioned from complete online learning to hybrid. Half students in buildings, half learning at home. Switch every other day. Wow, that must be complicated, but you have to do what you have to do to be safe. Now our school is thinking about going totally back in person in March. Scary. Somehow it is now safe for me to have 30 to 40 students in the same room. I can't get that. And I, I mean, I know how hard it is to have people, adults, wear their mask. I can't imagine what it must be like to have kids. <laughs> Um, I have not had much too much ex- I have not had too much exciting wild time. Mostly some leveling on my rogue through Bastion and some ferrying of alts over to Oribus. Ooh, nice job. I feel like nice. death fer- ferrying my alts across the river sticks in my barge. <laughs> to play a parody of Eddie Izzard, come, my alt. It is your time. We go to the land of the dead. Come. We will travel across the mall. <laughs> Two, please. One and one OAP. What? Are you coming? <laughs> I hope I did that justice. And some of my aunts go, no, we're going to stay here and manage banks and auction houses where it's safe. Uh, where it's safe, I add it. <laughs> hope you're all doing well, and hopefully I'll find a moment to get another blast from the past and some exciting wild time in. Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. It's always good to hear from you. And yes, we understand 100%. Uh, and we wish you all the best and to be safe. And uh, yeah, thank you. Anything you want to add to that, guys? Uh, we we totally get the IRL part. Yeah. And uh, we feel oh, yeah. for you. Yes, we do. Oh, yeah. Right. My, my, my girlfriend... And her little one, they're like, yeah. <laughs> the little one, she's always, she, Mommy, is it okay if I don't want to go back to school? <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame her, yeah. yeah. No. yeah. I don't blame her so at all. Like she, 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 she loves, no, the, the thing is she loves the, the, the remote learning way more than, yeah. than, than in person. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, probably so more focusing, you know, for some people, you know. Yeah, she's... She's... All right. Yeah, I get well, it. We will be back here in a week. Same bat channel. Mm-hmm. Same bat station. <laughs> I'm a brilliant for the horde. I'm Constrax for the pet battles. 
This is Big Grand Negus, Rule of Acquisition, number 19. Satisfaction is not guaranteed. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Thanks, chat room. Thanks, chat room. Thank you. Uh-oh, somebody wants to go out for a walk. <laughs> oh. I'll try oh. to get this out tonight. Bye, guys. Awesome. I'll see you next cool. week. Yep.